It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, Santa! You could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy. On now at APCO. <laughs> How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. Welcome to it, Sports Day, Tuesday night. It's Team List Tuesday with Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler. Uh, coming How exciting. Up, yeah. I, well, listen, if you're listening through SEN or the Super Radio Network or Southern Cross Stereo, shoot us a text, 0457 736 736. We'd love to hear from you tonight. Or you can call us on 1300 01 1170. Best text. You know what they get? Spinal ease pillow. Oh, how do I get one? Hey, yeah. There's a big change from one team, a uh, player out with COVID. Yes, there is. And mm. there's uh, another uh, star player could be ready to make a early comeback as well. That's a star a, player you know to make called, an early comeback. That's called a hook and tease in the biz. What's going on, Sats? What are you doing, mate? Oh, What's he's, happened? My screen's he's, gone my screen's out again. screen's gone out. So I'm just looking at Badger's Can't screen. Can't operate without a screen. Here, yep. Scott, look, this is um, segment one. Hey, Badge. <laughs> hey, Badge. Uh, and uh, Woogie and he, listeners he as well. You had to read that. So you didn't know what to say. Yeah. Hey, Badge. Woogie. But what I want to do before we uh, before we kick off tonight is I want to, uh, on this day, uh, when something, someone special or, um, or an anniversary of some kind, 18 years ago today that one of the greats, one of the most entertaining players, Badge, and I want to get your opinion after we listen to this audio, passed away 18 years ago, 39 years of age, the great Scotty Gale. Here's Gary Jack making a great run around the corner to Bridge. On it goes to Gale. Gale, he's running like a man inspired. Gale, he'll score. Gale. Oh, Gale's gone into an opening. He kicks ahead. Gale and Potter, a race for the ball. Gale's going to score. And he's got the ball away to Gale. Now let's have a look at him. He kicks ahead. He'll easily beat, uh, beat Sterling with speed. And he's made it. Oh, that's a great try. That's a beautiful piece of work by Scott Gale. Yeah, 39 years of age, motor neurons disease. And Badge, you played a bit against him. Uh, he actually came to the Raiders as well. He did played too. A bit with that's him. right. Champion bloke, Scotty Gale. Um, yeah, motor neurone. That's a bit um, – it was a really tough time, wasn't it, for everyone concerned? He beat a lot of people for speed. I heard Rab say there he beat Sterl over speed. Speed, chip and chase, all the skills. And what about that Balmain back line that just plays, I just mentioned Gary Jack, the Gary Bridge when he mm. came through. They were stars, weren't they? Um, the, the two blondies and then and Scotty Gale. Gee, that was a. It's really at that stage, side. wasn't it, during the 80s there, it was, it was Phil Blake and Scotty Gale. It was just a chipathon, wasn't it? Chip for a chip. And it's just pure speed. They superstars. Yeah. What's your memory of the great Scotty Gale? Oh four five seven well seven done, three lads. six Put seven three together. six. Yeah. Uh, that you can give that to the rook. You did that. 
He does some great work, the rook. Well, he's also, he's also he wrecked your computer. So He won't be the rook for long. He'll be the boss. That's in a week well, or two. Oh, God, I hope so. Mm. Hey, listen, uh, on tonight's show. Uh, Barry Hall? Uh, no, Justin Holbrook will be joining oh, us on the show tonight. We'll ask him he's about He's a crafty that. little Southpaw. They've picked up a, a new recruit today. Yep. Uh, everyone thought he was going to uh, Parramatta. No, no, not everyone. Well, we didn't. Not Someone. here at Sports Day. Yep. We're all over it. Uh, yes, Jermaine oh, I'm Asako. I'm telling you, someone said, I'm telling you, you're <laughs> going to the Eels. <laughs> didn't happen. You can't say that. What? You just did. You mm. can't do that. Mm. Um, so uh, Justin Holbrook, uh, or Titsy, as he's known by our listeners, We'll be joining us soon Can't say that. on Sports Day. Hey, um, Barry Hall was meant to come on the show. Yeah. But instead, uh, I went to the press conference today. They had that that f- uh, press conference with Sonny Bill and, and Barry Fights Hall. Tomorrow, tomorrow night, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. On Stan. So this is a new mm. thing as well for, for the Nine Network. Um, I, I went there and there was a bit of pushing. and sh- Well, there was a, a bit of a head. Did you get up close enough with your I did. microphone? I did. And I heard I – heard, um, Barry. Barry, say this. And I thought, this is weird. I must break you. Yeah, okay. Oh, come yep. on. What did he say? Yeah. I must break you. Why does Barry speak with a Russian accent? Well, he was sounding tough. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and did, s- did Sonny Bill say anything back? He did. If he does, he does. Oh, is he Russian as well? Is oh, he? that's crazy. Sonny Bill. Oh, He's just all putting accents on. Yeah. Well, no, it's the tough oh, accent. Okay. That's not Russian. That's Ukrainian, by the way. Oh, okay. Oh, Right, good gotcha. Stuff. Good save. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, Justin Holbrook, uh, Barry Hall was locked in for the show, but uh, can't make it now. So can you tell everyone what you said about Barry Hall when we couldn't get him on the show? Mm. <laughs> what I say, I can't <laughs> you remember. Know. Yeah, you put him. I don't know. Yeah. He won't be happy. I might. He might have cut his head. Headbutton Sonny Bill at the press conference. It was a bit of wasn't really a headbutt. It was a head push. Mm. Mm. They came together and I was there. I saw pushed. it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. I, I, I um. <laughs> I, I love. I've been, I've seen all of Barry's fights. He he fought Gal, and yep. then um, was it Saker? Brent Saker. Two at the moment. There's Hall off the ball. Hall's, oh, Barry Hall has whacked behind play. That is ridiculous. Barry Hall. He has smacked Staker in the head, and he will be reported. Who'd you get? Brent Staker, the heartbreaker. Oh, it was a shocker. Oh, I said Saker. Yeah. Sorry, Staker. Saker's the bowler. The cricketer. Yeah. That is the sort of thing that we thought was out of his game. Now, we were... You weren't going to play that if he came on the show. Yeah, if he comes I on the show, do to. not play it because you'll hang up. Yeah, I was going to play it, but you guys said... Trying to put man. that behind him. Jackson Hastings is uh, facing uh, the NRL judiciary tonight. He's trying to have his uh, charge downgraded. He thinks the grading's too high. Was it a dangerous tackle, the lift? Really good contact. And you know when you you, you twist the player, I think, personally myself, I think Joe Offen and Gower, who came in and grabbed the top half of the tackled player and really ripped him down. All the weight came from the top, which I think made it look worse for Jackson. Yeah. So I think they'll go to the judiciary tonight, and because Joe Offen and Gower hasn't been charged, and they would have spoken to Joe Offen and Gower about this, I think they'll try and throw Joe under the bus and say, hey, it was his fault. He had more of an influence than I did. Well, it, it's tricky when you're in that situation. Well, you don't and know what the other player is going to do, do you? Rips him down quickly mm. and... Um, we'll keep you updated yeah. on that. I hope yeah. he's successful because it'll be ground, downgraded to a grade one. He'll get a fine. He'll be allowed to play. He was their best player, the West Tigers, and they need him. Mm. Mm. Hey, is this the biggest game of the year to date? It was only start of round three coming up, but is this the biggest game of the year so far, South and 
Well, I think it's the most Rabbitohs highly roosters. anticipated, isn't it? Friday it's night. It's been built up ever since the end of last year. It's and huge. Joey Martin it, always, it always is. It is, yeah. You don't need the Manu and Latrell stuff, but it it always is huge. But that has added it. Well, we hate each other. To it. We actually hate each other. But it's not only just the Roosters and the Rabbits now. It's it's the whole, not Manu versus Latrell. It's it's like Victor Radley and Jared Warrior Hargraves. All those those guys that like to defend their players. Mm. It's will they try and line up Latrell as well? I mean, you can't get away from it. I mean, Latrell will welcome the challenge. Absolutely. And there'll be Roosters players that will still have that memory in their mind of what they did to their, their very close teammate. Uh, Teddy uh, chimed in and gave us his thoughts on the rivalry. It's been a bit that's gone on over the past couple of years with, with, with South, and I think when we when we bring emotion into it, it doesn't work in our favour. So I think when we take the emotion out of it and focus on you know creating the win um, ourselves, that's that's when we, we go after it and we play our best footy. Soft. Well, that's a fullback. Who's if you interview Victor Radley, the Victor of the Inflictor, and Joe Maria Hargraves, Victor the Inflictor. He, he would say, they'd say, well, uh, you talk like that. What would it, like. Actually, he would, because he's got the last name Radley. What would Victor Radley, say? He'd probably say, <laughs> yeah, that's what he'll say to <laughs> the Troy Mitchell. That's getting at. Yeah. I knew we'd get some use out of that. But it's got us thinking tonight with the hot topic, sporting rivalries. And why? Mm. I mean, there are some great rivalries. And the one that, because you know how much I love my boxing, Mm. Yeah, Ali versus Frey was, was a great one. And they were really close. They, they were really, three? really close. Two. They had three fights. Three fights yeah. They were really, really close before they fought the first time. But um, a number of occasions in when they got named as fighting each other the first time, it was called the fight of the century in 1971, he started humiliating Fraser in public. I think that Ali is probably clowning. But there is no question in my mind that Joe Frazier is not clowning. They threw off their respective earpieces, microphones. Joe Frazier's watch came off. There was a wrestling bout on the floor. And we're really very sorry this happened. That was the great Howard Cosell, who was um, mm. very close to Ali. That was on live TV. Mm. Fraser got up, took his microphone off and said, let's do it here right now. And Ali's bodyguard walked in from side stage and said, and Fraser looks at him and goes, you want a piece of this as well? And bang, it just blew up. And during the during the um, if, you're, if you're bodyguard for Ali, you must be able to fight. I know, it. yeah, yeah. Why do boxers need bodyguards? Because he was so popular, and you want to have the fight in the street. But he used to he called him a, a gorilla. He called him a peeping tom, and yeah, it and it really got to to Joe Fraser. They only reconnected just prior to Ali's death. They had this this well, Fraser had this dislike for him, and mm. it formed one of the great rivalries that we've seen in world sport. What about um, what about Mike Tyson and um, Holyfield's ear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great role. Here is the real deal, Evander Holyfield. Introducing the one and only Iron Mike Tyson. What? Remember the second time they fought and they put all security across the middle of the across the middle of the the ring mm. because they thought that they're both going to go at each other before oh, before the fight before the fight well that's the best place to do it yeah. when you think what about badge what about um your former teammate Steve Wal- Steve Walters boxhead and Benny Elias was a say when we talk about rivalries and why why not only was it just the position but 
Was there a dislike from Boxhead or? Yeah, yeah. They well, they didn't like each other. I think I guess they clashed a lot at club level. There was a sledge, wasn't it? State there? level there from was a Boxhead. Good, great sledge from Stevie Walters. You haven't got it there, have you? Oogie? Not the sledge. Elias or Walters were hard at it. Yeah, a couple of personal things coming out in that one. We saw the two hookers come together. It's well known. Not a great deal of love lost between Elias and Walters. Stevie Walters took ben, Benny was the 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 Aussie. Hooker, yep. And Stevie Walters took over in. I think it, like Kerrod was there for a bit too, and then Steve took over in about nineteen ninety and um, ninety one or whatever. And they had there was a blue bloke broke out in Origin, and they came together and they were wrestling a bit. And Benny started going hard, and Box said Walters said, "Hang on, hold it up, Benny. I have got a test to play next week." <laughs> so, good line. Didn't good Benny have a few enemies though? Was Mario? Oh Benny? yeah, Mame and Mario. Yeah. They they were into each I other. I mean, he got under. He that got still under would, skin that really still easy, would Benny. be mm. as big a as good that relationship. Oh right, yeah, yeah. What what's the greatest sporting rivals? It could be teams, individuals, and why? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Best best text tonight will win a Spinalese pillow. Collingwood Carlton. Yes, Ford massive. Holden. Did Brocky and and uh, Dick Johnson have a feud? Were they just on other I don't opposite know. sides? They were just holding it Ford and opposite sides, but mm. yeah, motor racing would have had a few great feuds. Ford versus Ferrari, good movie. <laughs> Actually, that was a text feud. last night. Great was, movie, was it really? Yeah, absolutely. The ones in supercars, the other ones in the <laughs> F one. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. That'll do. You're right, Collingwood and Carlton. That is a massive, massive one. Huge. What about in, in the the Boston Red Sox versus Yankees? Yankees. And that was all on the back of when the owner back in I think it was 1920, 1921, he sold Babe Ruth to the Yankees so it could pay for his Broadway Broadway musical. What? And it was called The Curse of the Bambino. From that day on until what? 2004, they never won a world championship. Sounds very much like someone from New York, doesn't it? Yuck. Uh, hey, listen, before we go to the break, there's lots of stuff around. We talked about Jermaine Asako. We'll catch up with Justin Holbrook, the Gold Coast Titans coach, next to talk about that. But former Eels fly Blake Ferguson, I want to get our listeners' thoughts on this and yours, boys, is reportedly eyeing a return to the NRL. Who would have Blake Ferguson? Well, he's still Short-term two. deal. Well, look, if, if you've already had an injury in the next, or you do in the next few weeks to a, a winger or two, you might look at him. But what about the fact that the trouble he got into in Tokyo, does that not, like... It would concern me. There are some clubs that would entertain the idea because, like Badge said, they they need a, a, a high-quality representative winger. Would the NRL hesitate to register, register him first? I yeah. wonder. Mm. But, I, I mean, you would be very hesitant based on what happened over in over in Japan and getting charged in possession of... Of an illegal substance and spending time and lock up over there as well. What's the difference between, say, his behaviour? I know what the difference in the behaviour was, but then not allowing someone like Israel Folau to come back to the game. Yeah, polarized, completely different, different, different polarizing circumstances. Absolutely, but both pretty bad. Oh, I reckon if a club even considers signing Blake Ferguson, that's a massive mistake. And what message does that send? Yeah, I mean it's it's a good point you're the mate. Like I said, I I would I would welcome Israel Flower. What, what did Blake Ferguson do again? Uh, he was possession. caught with cocaine in in Tokyo. Abused some people. Uh, did he didn't he assault someone in a restaurant in in Tokyo as well? Oh, and was well, there, he, it was he was involved in an altercation. But he was right. in possession, and he was in Charged possession in of possession. cocaine. 
I mean, Israel Flower can two completely different circumstances and, and beliefs and um, one more polarising than the other. One was sent to jail for 29 days. I mean, I've always said I'd, I'd allow Israel to come back under some pretty strict guidelines. Yep. Um, but in saying that, I mean, yeah, it's a good point. You're I've right. always said I'd never allow Israel back. And what, what would Blake Ferguson get for that court with cocaine if it was in Sydney? Would he be in jail for 29 well, days? Uh, well, it's illegal. Depend I don't know. It depends yeah. on the amount. And depends on, yeah, on, yeah. on the court. Um, 0457 736 736. Good question to throw out there. If Blake Ferguson is considering returning to the NRL, would you have him at your club? 0457 736 736. Oh, by the way, uh, quickly, Uzi Kawaja, amazing. Uh, was crook as 91 yesterday in, in Pakistan. The Aussies, uh, I think they're five for 320. Oh, at, at well, lunch. They've made a few already. On the yeah. second day. Carrying so. green still in. Yeah, yeah, so well done to Uzi. Another fantastic knock from him. Uh, Did he follow through? You <laughs> said he had a stomach complaint. Yeah, you know, all of his off drives. So went follow through. Yeah, he followed okay. through beautifully. It's not the, cricket's not the sport you want to follow through, is mm. it? Because of the white. Yep. You're all right, Badge. You're a bit. can't believe you guys are talking about that. Well, that happens. It actually happens. Justin Holbrook, he's going to join us next. This is Sports Day for Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day. Bates and Sats here. Oh, I don't know if I like this uh, topic tonight we're throwing out to our listeners. Greatest sports rivalry. Someone's mm-hmm. written me in the bunker. Why? Well, because apparently every time we go to the bunker, there's an ad for KFC and it mucks up my diet. That's, yeah. that's, uh, that's, that's fat shaming. Rooster Muzz on the on the money mm. there. He's on something. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Hey, listen, uh, signing today for the Gold Coast Titans, uh, Jermaine Osaka this morning was a uh, a Bronco this afternoon, a Gold Coast Titan. Let's bring in the man who, who does the hiring and firing, uh, Justin Holbrook, the coach of the Gold Coast Titans, joining us now on Sports Day. G'day, Justin. Yeah, hey, boys. How are you? Yeah, we're, we're very good. good. Very good. Uh, so you've got uh, Jermaine Osako. He I see he's in the extended squad this weekend. Yeah, so obviously um, it happens really quickly. Some some um, negotiations take months, others happen in one day. So, uh, yeah, it all happened really quickly. We sort of just got win last night. He's going to be released and all he interested and said yes. So, um, yeah, we picked picked him up for the rest of the year, which I, I think is fantastic for us. You know, quality player. Uh, he's played in the National Rugby League as well. So, yeah, I'm very, very happy with it. Justin, uh, I read that you already you, you'd left one spot in your roster in case a uh, the right player came along. Did you always think it was going to be an outside back that might be needed to bolster your depth? No, not at all. No, we sort of had uh, well, we sort of got two spots there, and it was just to um, you know wait and see. And um, you know, Corey Thompson's uh, out injured, and then Tremaine Spry's out as well. So. Um, we sort of, you know, lost a couple of them already. So for for Jermaine to, to pop up, um, you know, sort of so quickly and suddenly, I thought it was a great move from us as a club to, to try and, you know, lock him in for the rest of the year. How, how do you see you using him straight up? I think, has he been named on your extended bench first up, I think? 
Yeah, we, we, we have to travel with 24 players, um, sort of the protocol. So just to give us a good opportunity to, to bring you away with us this weekend down to Canberra for a few days and just spend time with the players and us coaching staff, I guess. So um, he, he won't play with us this week. But, um, yeah, just a good opportunity for us, to, as I said, to, to get him uh, away with us for a few days. And then, um, no, not quite sure. I just think, you know, he's, he's obviously great at, at both fullback and wing. So... Uh, just gives us, and I think, a good centre as well. So just gives us good flexibility as an outside back that um, you know, will be very useful uh, this season. Pretty handy goal kicker as well, even though you've got Sexy Sexton. But in saying that, um, Justin slash Titsy, um, well, I haven't called well, him Titsy for 20 you years. No, you have every time well, we I get him called on. called him Justin for Titsy uh, Behind for his back, years. you do it all the time. Yeah. Hey, um, in relation <laughs> to taking away 24 players throughout the year, I mean, when we get to round 16, 17 and you're starting to be a little bit bare in the cupboard when it comes to players, do you see a lot more players, Justin, this year making debuts than seasons previous? Yeah, look, I think it's um, like the last couple of seasons. So it's, it's hard to predict what you think you'll end up playing with and what you won't. So I think one thing's for sure, where we know that you know guys can be missing games through COVID, you, you're better off having them in your squad than not. Um, so it is a uh, yeah, it's hard to predict how many will play in NRL this year. So I think it's uh, yeah, the, the more quality players you can have, the better. So yeah, as you mentioned, late in the year. Mate, you keep yourself pretty fit, so make sure you you got your boots shined up, mate, just in case you need some troops. You might get that <laughs> Just got to have that arthritis too. Hey, <laughs> now, yeah, young halfback, sexy Sexton. Um, I've been really impressed with his with his patience for such a a young player when it comes to uh, rugby league intelligence. Um, you really impressed with his input so far? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, we we sort of knew that that's what he was going to bring to our side, and when. You know, we, we know we've got a lot of young uh, quality forwards um, and we need somebody to just keep everybody calm and, and clear on what we have to do out there. And look, I think he did an exceptional job round one due to, you know, we lost AJ Brimson during the week for round one. So to go to sort of Parramatta away and, and for him to sort of take the, you know, not have an AJ there as well that he's had all pre-season, he did a great job. Um, and then again on the weekend, which the game was, you know, really hard and in the balance the whole way through. So for him, as you mentioned, so it's for him to stay calm in those situations, which is very difficult for a, a halfback to do because their sort of responsibility is to, to get the side home. For, so for him to, you know, stay so calm and composed and, and for us to hang on and win that, you know, that's what I mentioned. We wouldn't have won that type of game last year. So there's mm. good signs already early on and, and he's a big part of that. Saw some really good signs against the Eels, and you, you know you got off to a, a, a slow start or an unlucky start, and then fought your way back. It was some great stuff, but a lot of points against you. Was, was that the most impressive part on the weekend against the Warriors in round two that um, they didn't score a lot of points? You know, well, eighteen got close, but your defence seemed to be a fair bit stronger. Oh, definitely. We actually, um, I don't know. You know, we just didn't get the second trial and we started really panicky against Parramatta and just made stupid decisions and, and they racked up, you know, all their tries by half time and then we sort of got in half time and said, Ever, we just calm down and do what we've done all pre season. And then we got it right, you know, we kept them trialless. Uh, so that gave us a lot of confidence going in against the Warriors and then um, the, the second half again, we, we kept them 
sort of trial us again. So, yeah, great test, in particular with the conditions we've played. And we've played in two really hot, hot days, and you sort of forget that as a commentator or a fan or even as a coach and you're in the coach's box, you sort of go, why are you? Hurry up. And, and then you sort of go out in the field after the game like we did in the weekend. I thought, wow, geez, it's hot. So, yeah. yeah, I think the conditions. But, yeah, look, I'm really happy um, on the weekend. You know, we got tested a lot and, uh, we've got to keep getting better at that because that's what the best sides do. They can defend their way to victory, so we've got to keep improving. What do you? Area. Yeah, what do you think so far of uh, Big Tino? Uh, his captaincy leading from the, uh, the you know from the starting in the pack, and I know he has, doesn't play the full eighty, but how's he going with that? Yeah, he's, he's doing really well. Um, you know, he's got a lot of good guys to, to help him. Isaac Lewis one, and, and AJ Brimson's really sort of come to the top in those sort of leadership quality areas and in particular now he's at 5'8". So um, he's got some good help. But, yeah, he just, um, he's just got to still worry about the, the, his best leadership qualities is leading by his actions and, mm. and the standards and how hard he trains. So he doesn't have to worry too much about what he's going to say. It's the, the boys just love him with the way he operates day to day. So um, while we can keep it that way as much as we can, it makes Tino's job easier to let the boys... You mentioned AJ Brimson playing in the number six. He played there through his juniors, so he's he's not um, he's not uh, you know he's always had an understanding around the halves. But to me, Justin and and I think he'd probably give the biggest insight to him. It probably wouldn't matter where you played AJ with his approach to the game, the speed he loves to play at. He he seems he would be he'd excel at any position. He would, yeah, I, I agree with that, Tats, because he's just one of those high and X factor type players that, yeah, you could put him anywhere and he'd have an impact. But, but I really believe five eight is his best spot to have the best impact. I think, um, like once we told him, you know, you move back to five eight, he just got on with it, and he's, um, you know, he's great at everything. You know, if it's if it's on his side of the field, he can play a short side as as good as anybody, and then if it's coming from the other side, and he actually gets the ball as the the third half out of the back, as as you would do as a fullback, he's deadly. So, um, you know, and his biggest asset I think hasn't shown come through yet a lot because he only played one game. Is he's a great defender. He is. Um, you know, yeah, he, he's really good, and you know, he only played the one game. So obviously, everyone's looking at his attack, and you know, I think his first touch on the weekend within thirty seconds, mm. he set up our first try, and then threw a great ball in the second half for for the only try with with yeah. Sunday's try. So he's. Um, I'm expected. Yeah. Look, I've seen it all pre-season, but obviously everyone's going to, you know, wait and see. You know, we get judged how we play, and I get that. So they're all a bit, you know, see how he goes there. But I'm, I'm, you know, really confident that that that'll probably be his best position. Now uh, we got a lot of Newcastle fans uh, and listeners that, to listen to the show, uh, Titsy, and um, here's your chance to um, to give a rap to the unsung heroes. <laughs> I love the unsung heroes and. Both for more, yeah. I thought played his best game on the weekend for for the club. Yeah, look, I think he Bowie showed at the back end of last year how how good a player he can be. Uh, it's just a matter of him um, doing it every week and, and getting consistent, which was a, you know, a bit of an issue for us collectively as a team. So Bowie's a, an intelligent guy, but he's you know got a lot to learn. He's worked really hard on his on his skill. Um, and he just understands the game and, and understands defensively now. So, yeah, look, I, I agree with you, Sats. I think he'll be, um, yeah, I don't want to sort of you know, put pressure on him, but I think mid-year when the origin side's around, you know, I, 
a player that can sort of play back row centre and, and you know that type of player, he'd be he'd be pretty handy. So I, was, I, I got really high opinion of Bowie as as you know you have by watching him. But mm. yeah, he'll he'll have a big year for us and he'll get better as the year, year goes on with his combinations with with AJ and that on the left edge. Hey Justin, just before we let you go. It- one of the, the the squads have been extended this year because of COVID, and we already see players that are missing out on games. And is it is make it more difficult for you to keep these players match fit? You know, not that they've got to travel with you, not not play in their in your you know your your feeder clubs. Uh, you know, got some good players uh, hanging around waiting for a game. Herman Sesi and Sam McIntyre, Jared Wallace, Paul Turner, Esan Masters. How do you, how do you keep those guys fit? Yeah, look, it's a, that's the hardest part. I think um, as Queensland clubs, we're we're a lot more disadvantaged. You know, New South Wales clubs will only travel you know, five or six times a year. We'll travel twelve, so it's every second week. And um, yeah, look, on a home game, it's okay because they can. We get tested, you know, four or five hours before the game, so then we can send them to Q Cup, which we did mm. last week. Um, to get them a game in, but on these away games, it's just it's hard, and, and, and it's hard for them. Like they're trying to force their way into the NRL side. You can't do that by you know, helping fill up the water bottles and hang around, and then you got extra players that aren't playing hanging around. But but I do get the, you know, we've got to make sure that the NRL game goes ahead, and then we've got enough players away that you know if, if a couple of guys go down, that we don't have an issue. So I do understand it, but it is. Not ideal for the factors you've just mentioned. I'd much rather, in particular in the year, you need them to get match fit. That's what everybody goes on about. Everyone needs a match fitness. And for them to uh, play one game every two or three weeks, it's, it's not great. No. So um, it's difficult. That pasty skin of yours, have you learned how to surf yet? <laughs> <laughs> Justin? I haven't had enough time to be out there, Satch, yeah, and I'm getting a bit bit old, mate. There's too many youngsters out there now. I only go out if it's hopeless and there's no one out, so I can just relax out in the water rather than <laughs> cut off for a wave with 50 other people. And, uh, yeah, the sun is a bit warm for me up here, mate. <laughs> right. All right, we'll let, you, we'll, we'll let you go, Justin. Sounds like you're going to get attacked by some birds anyway in the background there. Um, yeah, sorry, boys. I'm out at uh, junior, junior rugby league training just uh, watching, so uh, no. sorry about that. All good. Oh, no, busy, no, man. Yeah, never never stops. Does not stop. Good luck against the Raiders on Saturday night. No. Badge, Badge is saying not too much good luck, but you towed him up last year, 44-6, <laughs> in I think it was around about round 19 or something. Crap stat, crap stat. Oh, hang on a second. <laughs> crap stat. Do you like that jingle, know. Justin? That's no, a good jingle, like isn't it. it? He doesn't like it. He likes it. Oh, I like the, I like the score you were talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very happy. <laughs> All right, Justin Holbrook, coach of the Gold Coast Titans. Thanks for your time tonight on Sports Day. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. There he goes. Mate, you've got to be more respectful. Stop calling him Titsy. I know, and it, it is That's a common rule in media players, that you don't listen, call players by their nicknames, coaches. but I've never called him Justin in my life, and I feel mm. weird calling him Justin. Well, Scott, it's about time. <laughs> Jason. Yeah, yes, you Gary. You to get better I love calling you Gary, though. That's the best. <laughs> Gary. Yes. Do you want me to call you by your real name? No. Woogie it's all, or Jason? <laughs> that's fine. Uh, this is Sports Day. Well done, Titsy. Good, good interview. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. More of the, getting lots of texts around Blake Ferguson and also um, sporting rivalries. We'll get to those in just a moment. No, hold <laughs> your horses. But, but, but what? Nothing. Oh, Got a couple next. of good ones. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day. It is Badge and Sats Tuesday night, teamless Tuesday, not too far away. We love a little bit of TLT action on a Tuesday. Are we doing that now? No, not now. Oh, soon. Oh, later on. Soon. Beauty. 0457 uh, is our text number for sporting rivalries. And, and Blake Ferguson, if uh, if he was registered again from by the NRL, would you like him at your club? Benogan Bulldog would. He says he's most welcome at play with the dogs. Good on you. No, he means his dogs. No, he means the Bulldogs. <laughs> All right. I think. The Reptile says uh, evening 18. If Blake was a clean skin, yes. But Blake has disgraced him in the game multiple times. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I'd, Sorry, I'm has, reading something. There. Has he disgraced uh, I don't know, has he disgraced the okay. game? Here's one for you. What's the difference between what he's done and Reese Walsh? Well, you, that's one of the exactly. Yeah. Mm. And and Yamba Siegel said why wouldn't they register Blake Ferguson? They took back Matt Lodge. That's so, Glenn Nightmare. And God, everyone's Newcastle. getting thrown under the bus. Yeah, you're saying, what's the difference between Blake Ferguson and Reese Walsh? Um, from rugby league terms, Reese Walsh is younger. and but from, I, from the police from terms? A, yeah, from a... Oh, I don't think that's got anything to do... No, it, it has anything to do with the NRL's decision-making there. If They've done the same thing. Reese Walsh didn't lose his... He wasn't deregistered. Exactly, yeah. What about rivalries? Some great text messages coming through on rivalries. Daniel from Prairie Wood comes up with some rippers. Uh, hi, lads. Uh, apart from the obvious state of origin being sports' greatest rivalry and it is magnificent from a club perspective, hard to look past Western Suburbs and Manly. Yeah, The old fibros, the genius of Magby coach Roy Masters who's in, instilled the siege mentality in his players, created class warfare uh, known as the Fibros versus the Silvertails. That was outstanding stuff, wasn't it? He put an ox's heart on the wall. One. Remember he, he, he nailed it to the wall? And Tommy Rodonius tells a great story. There's blood dripping off it and everything. And, yeah, this is what you got to give. It's, it's all about heart. And, yeah, rip their heart out when you go out there. It was And you, you saw that famous footage from, I think it was a 60-minute story they did. Yeah, on, the face slapping. The face slapping and two players starting to rip into each other and have to drag the teammates apart before they run out in the field. Big Dallas Donnelly yep. getting sent off for King hitting someone when the at the old lid come over when the all-in brawl breaks out. Yeah, that was a... That was a great – that was a fierce rivalry. Was, was it Terry Lamb that said – because he was he was at West's first yeah, of all was, before yeah. he went to Canterbury and he said, when they were doing that, they were face slapping. They said – asked him, well, what are you going to do to your opponent? And Dallas Donnelly, what are you going to do? And he said, I'm going to I'm going to get him. I'm going to grab him by the hair. I'm going to punch – give him an uppercut. I'm going to rip his eyeballs out. I'm just going to do anything I can to win. They said, Terry Lamb, what are you going to do to your opponent? He said, I'm going to give him to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, Steve from Cootamundra. I love Cootamundra. Uh, Spud and Chief. We've got a couple of uh, yes. votes for Spud and Chief. Spud no, and Chief was, was a great rival. It God was. Robbery, oh, yeah. didn't they smash each other in the old days where you could shoulder charge? Matty Johns tells a really good story about that famous footage at uh, Marathon Stadium, Friday night game, kickoff, Spud runs on the ball, and Chief just comes from the right-hand side and just basically cleans himself up, clashes heads Locked with himself Spud. himself out, didn't he? Yeah. Now, Matty Johns tells a really good story about that instance because Spud had – Spud, of course, was going to run on the ball, and everyone knew it. And Chief Harrigan, coming back to kick off, said to Joey, make sure you kick the ball down the left-hand side so Spud gets it. I've torn my groin off the bone. I can feel it. I can't play anymore. 
Uh, so I wanted you to kick it. I'm just going to try and take him out as my last action. Oh, wow. And so he kicks it off, and that was the end result. And he was going to be out anyway, but, yeah, knocked himself clean out, and Spud ended up standing over the top of him, sledging yeah. him. He won that battle, Spud. Oh, he's a tough man. Yeah. They both were. Hey, Danger's got a ripper here. The best disagreement, this is motor racing, was between Mark Scaife and Russell Ingle. Yes. That was huge. Yes, it was. Is that the one where Scaife was on the side of the – wasn't he reaching in trying to – Punt, as he drove past him, Scaife was pointing at him, as he, and then he did another lap, and he, he kept trying to abuse him from the, well, the sidelines in Bathurst. No, but I think it was also a time where of the track. one of them got out of the car and went up to the window of the other one and started giving it to him. Yeah, mm. Mm. massive. Hey, massive. What about what about McEnroe and Connors? McEnroe and Connors yeah. was was a, was a big one, but also another big one in tennis was was McEnroe and Bjorn Borg, because. I mean, the famous 1980 Wimbledon final had a fourth set tiebreaker. It was like 18-16, won by McEnroe. And then Borg ended up going and winning the game. And then he went on five Wimbledon titles. And then um, and then he retired. Young, 27 yeah, or something. Yeah, and McEnroe said that he was, it was tennis was never fun again after mm. losing that great rivalry against Bjorn Borg. Because mm. uh, Bjorn Borg was they were so, such polar opposites. Mm. Bjorn Borg was just cool, calm. A baseliner, where Macron was this fiery guy that served and got to the net and basically. What about the different personalities we've got today with Fedra and Nadal and the other guy all up there on 20 something? What are you doing? What, what How are you boring. Story? That's Why? really rude. We'll they love that. each other. Tennis nowadays is so they don't boring. Love the other guy. Mate, it's boring. Serbian bloke. Tennis is the most boring sport on the planet. Mm. Well, Satsy, you'd argue yeah. with that, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you tennis? You'd say cricket, wouldn't you? No, tennis. I, I like cricket. Tennis, I can't watch a full game of tennis. Oh. I love playing it. When Nick Kyrgios is the years, most. But I, I, don't, I can't watch it. Mm. When Nick Kyrgios is the most exciting thing in tennis, you know it's in trouble. I, I, lo- I love Kyrgios. Oh, God. Mm. We've got Teamless t- Tuesday coming up soon. Um, Woogie and Badge. We know how much Sats loves Teamless Tuesday. <laughs> so uh, Scott will be devastated. Rooster Muzz, don't call me Scott. No one calls me Scott. <laughs> he won't be able Your to name does. Harry Grant tonight because young yeah. Harry has come down with COVID. He yeah, has. We, yeah, we know that. We'll announce that soon. Uh, mm. Yeah, okay. Well, we won't announce it yet that Brandon Smith's on the extended bench. He's a good one. Speaking case. speaking of tennis, Beyond Borg versus McEnroe. Are you, <laughs> are you <laughs> serious? <laughs> I just it's told a just story. I told you I was asleep. I felt I was asleep. <laughs> Don't worry about what's going on Even next. Even the rook. What's going on that. now? What Even about laughing? In what the about room, Western you? suburbs versus? Man? <laughs> 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 hey, while on tennis, say something interesting. Uh, while on t- uh, tennis, Alan from Erskine Park, Chris Everett Lloyd versus Martina Navratilova. Yeah, that was a that was a great rivalry for a number of years. The mighty Celtic versus Rangers. Yes, uh, it's like Rabbitohs and uh, and Roosters on steroids. Hey, they're, well, they're going to come and play at the end of the year in November. Mm. Uh, against in in Sydney against each other and against uh, two Sydney. Hey, what about um, Alex Higgins? You say who was Alex Higgins? You may ask. He was a snooker player, and you think you know they Hurricane they, they Alex wear, Hurricane. Yeah, Higgins. they wear those suits and yeah. they've got great manners, and it's always yes a great rivalry in snooker, but also great ethics as well. Yeah. Okay. Listen to this. This is Alex Higgins talking about r- rivalries. Alex Higgins basically versus the world. Seventeen arrests. One successful battle with with cancer, a lifelong hostility towards taxi drivers and bar staff, two marriages, five fights with fellow professionals, one stabbing, five suspensions, 
one ban from Pot Black, one petition for bankruptcy, 15 bans from Snooker's governing body, one what? feud with Dennis Taylor, the famous Dennis Taylor, and bans from every hotel in the greater Manchester area. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, and he won two world titles it in that too. time too. Yeah. Right, boys, we're going to go to a break. Keep your texts coming through. 0457 736 736. Uh, best text tonight will win a spinal ease pillow. They're great, aren't they, Sats? Outstanding. Good. They make you a better lover. The, allegedly. Mm. Conditions apply. You've got to read the small print. Mm. My wife's that. actually in the next office. Get yeah. her to come in. She's shaking her head. No. Rebecca? No. No, she's okay. no. She said it's made her one, but not you. I don't, I don't know what she means by that. Anyway, uh, we've got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment. Thanks to Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day. Badge and Sats here, 0457 736 736. Uh, some more of your texts coming up uh, in, in a minute. You know, we... We launched that wonderful segment called Crap Stat. You guys throw crap stats out like there's no tomorrow. Well, our friends at Joel and Fletcher join us every Monday, and of course, we go on their show, have stolen our crap stats. Here's a crap stat for you. Never in the NRL history have all the away teams won. You know Never in the NRL history yeah. have all the away teams won in a given round. Wow, that is a crap stat. That's a crap stat, isn't it? Uh, keeps them coming through. If anyone's listening, if anyone's yeah. listening, the crap stat, crap stat we keep referring to is from our friends up north. Yeah. Because they've come up with a segment called crap stat, crap stat. Correct. But they sing it to that song. Yes. Bad boys, bad boys. Yeah. And but. But they're, they're mad um, segment stealers. Oh, they're, they're <laughs> prolific segment stealers. <laughs> prolific, I would have thought. That's a bit rich, isn't it? Oh, flattery. I think it's flattery. Yeah. What is, what is it called? Not copy, whatever it is. Yes. Yeah, oh, I know what you're saying. But <laughs> I think Joel made a oh, – not uh, Fletch made a good point if anyone's listening. Mm. I don't know, Joel. Fletch, I don't know what's going on there. You right, Badge? I'm good now. I'll just turn my mics off. 0457 736 736. couple of texts before we get to the end of the hour, Sats. Yeah, we have. Um, evening, gents. Good interview with Titsy. Of course, that is no. Justin Holbrook. But, geez, I reckon this mob, talking about the Gold Coast Titans, were lucky versus the Warriors, like it has numerous times over the years. And yet again on the weekend, the Warriors' last play options cost them dearly. Rooster Muzz, yeah, I agree. We called that game, Badge and I, and both teams tried to lose it. But like Justin Holbrook said, one of the good signs was, in the past, they would have lost that game. Yeah. So, you know, know, it's only two rounds in. I, I thought the Gold Coast Titans might... Their results this year might not reflect last year when mm. they made the finals. I, yeah, they've, they've been impressive. Someone sent in Bledisloe Cup. No, we're talking about great rivalries where both teams actually win, you know, and sometimes they lose, sometimes they win. Not mm. one team winning all the time. We won in 2001, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Last time. Yeah. Mark from Hurstville. Uh, boxing rivalries, Roberto Duran versus Sugar Ray Leonard. No muss fight in 1980. Yeah, he beat Sugar Ray Leonard. And then Sugar Ray Leonard called for the fight to the rematch straight away because he knew he'd put on about 12 yeah. or 13 kilos. What about Jeff Fennick and Azuma Nelson? Oh, yes. Oh, trilogy? It was three? Was there three or was it a Two. trilogy? Two. Yeah.
Mm. All right, we better get to a break. This is Sports Day for the all-new Kia Sportage. Drive Car of the Year. More of your texts on the way. And don't forget, Teamless Tuesday. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.